We're back with another Laugh Riot. That's right. Time for another episode of Stand Up and Deliver. We have some very funny comics headed your way. Asad Montevaselli, Jesus Trejo, Jeremy Scipio. And our headliner, Steve Hofstetter. That's all happening right now. Welcome to Stand Up and Deliver! Our next comedian tours all over the country. You may catch him on the Death Squad podcast. Put your hands together for Asad Montevaselli! Hey. How you guys doing? Good, good, good. My name is Asad, or as my friends in elementary school used to like to call me, Asshead. I was the only Middle Eastern kid in my school, so everybody just thought I was a hairy Mexican. I always try to explain to people that I'm from Iran. They'd be like, Mexico. I'd be like, Iran. They'd be like, Mexico. So I didn't really get it until about high school. Finally, people walk up to me and be like, oh, so you're a camel jockey. At least it was in the right region. After 9-11, though, things got bad. Yeah, people walk up to me and be like, you from Iran? Can't, no, Mexico. <laughs> Gotta be ready to play that card. I recently tricked a girl into a relationship. Yeah, got a gym membership. That's how I do it, get skinny. Trick her, cancel the gym membership, get fat. That's the move, that's the move. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I already canceled the membership. I'm already eating again. Uh, yeah. Hate the gym. It's in an awful place. All I do there is just play with my iPhone. That's it. And lie to the elliptical about my weight. I don't know why. It's just trying to help me. There's no reason to lie to it. I lie to it all the time. Tricked her. Seriously. She, she would be like, oh my God, every date with you is like an adventure. Every date with you is so fun and random. Never know what you're going to do. She had no idea that every single date with me was just a daily deal on Groupon. That's how you do it. Like, oh my God, we're getting our teeth whitened? You're so spontaneous. Yes. Daddy loves you. We are gonna get those teeth whitened. Mm, it's the best thing to happen to dating, guys. You never have to think anymore. Your girl shoots you a text. Hey, wanna hang out tonight? Sure, what do you wanna do? I don't know, what do you want to do? She just throws that ball on your court, you take that ball, you go on a Groupon. How does couples hair removal sound? My girlfriend's Middle Eastern, she needs it. I've been reflecting, I'm telling you. Like, I, I've been thinking about like when I was younger, I thought I was gonna be a billionaire. Billionaire with a B by the age of 25. I got a degree in history, that's never happening, ever. I remember graduating, I remember getting my diploma like walking off that stage and be like, yes, can't wait for my 10 year high school reunion. I'm gonna fly back in a helicopter, helicopter, swear to God, helicopter. <laughs> Land, hook up with some chicks I never got to hook up with. Hop back in my helicopter, go to my house in the hills where all I do all day is lie by the pool. And my favorite thing to say is, ladies, ladies, no running around the pool. <laughs> That was the dream. That was supposed to happen for me. Two months ago was my high school reunion. I didn't go. Why? Because it cost $50. Beautiful ladies in here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave with a message for all the beautiful ladies in this room tonight. Make some noise, beautiful ladies. Always in the dark, dark areas where I can't judge. Um, 
Ladies, don't let uh, the media and magazines and everything like society tell you, you're not good enough. Never feel like I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. That's, that's just stupid. If you ever doubt yourself, you're ever feeling like I'm not good enough for any reason at all. If you ever question yourself, you walk by truck full of Mexicans. If you don't get a honk or a whistle, then you're ugly. Thank you guys, my name is Todd Monticelli. Mexican's a native of Long Beach. You may see him on Sullivan and Son. Please put your hands together for Jesus Trejo. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Awesome, you guys are looking at me like the heck is that? Look like Napoleon Dynamite and Pedro had a kid. <laughs> yeah, relax, I look like this, yes. From birth, can you believe it? It's, it's like I'm a Benjamin Buttons of some kind. Just, I think I was born with a handicap because I'm not like I'm Mexican, but I'm not a typical Mexican. I'm like, I'm a Mexican only child. I'll give you guys a minute, think about that. I was on Ripley's, believe it or not. <laughs> Twice, they keep bringing me back. It's just crazy, I think I was just born weird, man. It's like my mustache, look at my mustache. It looks like a Chola's eyebrow. <laughs> looks like I draw it on every day, just ee, ee. <laughs> like I have two sets of eyebrows, just hey. I had a girl ask me, it's like, do you thread your mustache? Yes, I thread my mustache, that's what I do. <laughs> Makes no sense. It's just weird, like I'm 26 years old with a comb over, look at this. It's like it flaps and everything. <laughs> oh man, it's the worst. Like I'm just sitting there. <laughs> like on a windy day, I just walk with the wind. I'm like, I'll go this way. <laughs> back this way, I guess. Oh boy, <laughs> back this way. I was supposed to go that way. If it's really windy, my hair look like those things outside a car dealership. Man, I don't even sell used cars. <laughs> My hair's like Pangea. At one point, this was connected. And one day, a little island broke out. Like, right there, look at that. Remember Misfits? <laughs> it just sucks, man. Sometimes I'll be walking, I feel like I walked into a spider web. I'm like, ah, oh, what is that? Oh, my baby hair's got me again, damn. Oh, man. What's funny is people tell me, it's like, shave it off. I can't do that. I'm Mexican. If I do that, I look like a cholo and I can't back it up. Where are you from? Where was I born? Where? Just leave me alone. Get away. You know what's embarrassing when you're losing your hair? Getting haircuts. You gotta get real creative with the haircuts. I go to a barber shop and I'm like, sir, can I get the optical illusion number three? Yeah, just the size, leave the top. No, I don't trust you. Let me hold it. No, I'll turn around. I don't care. And then it gets really depressing when you see all the hair on the ground. Like, man, can I have all this? Yeah. I know it doesn't match, but let me have it. I'll put it in a Ziploc bag. I don't care. <laughs> It's just crazy, like, like I don't know what I could do on, on like, like maybe if I had a TV show where I'm a detective and at the end of every episode I get to say, open and shut case this week. <laughs> I just can't do stuff. Like if, if I want a good hair day the next day, I have to sleep on my right side. Cause if I sleep on this side, it just hangs and it looks weird. I gotta close the lid on that. 
<laughs> it's horrible. I, for I forgot about that today. I went to the gym and I started crunch machine workout. I got into it, just one, two, three, four, five. I look up and there's a girl taking a picture of me going, oh, look at this. What the hell is that? This is going on Instagram, no filter. It was messed up. Her friend was so disrespectful. She was like, girl, he needs a bobby pin is what he needs. <laughs> you guys are awesome. That's my time. Thank you, guys. He's cheering all over the country. Super funny guy. Put your hands together for Jeremy Scipio. Hey, guys. How's it going? Anybody had a mama here? Obviously, y'all confused about my question. Some of y'all. Some of y'all just appeared, I guess. I feel like there's mommies and there's mamas, right? This is like you say you have a mommy, you know? It's like if you get sick, you know, you don't want to go to school, like, <coughs> hey, mommy, I'm sick. She'd probably go like, oh, baby, let me give you some soup, you know, uh, give you a warm, you know, blanket, you know, give you some Vicks Vapor Rub to put on your chest. Um, I'm just guessing, I didn't have that. I had a mama. I was afraid to tell that woman I was sick. I'll go, <coughs> hey, mama, I'm sick. Probably could you run around without no coat on, Jeremy. Without no hat on, think you cute. All the cute people are dead. Like, what does that mean? All the cute people, it means go to school. Like, okay. I had one of those, I had a hard mama, you know, she was really hard, you know, but she was also like a prophet of sorts, you know. She always gave me weird advice. She used to say weird things to me, like, all bald head people are liars. I was like, yeah, but my dad's bald head, he a bald headed liar too. I'm like, okay. I don't know what that means either, but okay, I'll roll with it, you know? My grandmother called me uh, New Year's Day at three o'clock in the morning. Now, uh, I'm not a New Year's resolution type person, but somebody told me uh, the first person to call you during New Year's Day is one of the most important people in your life. That's true, it was my grandma, but three o'clock in the morning, you know, I was a little nervous, so I called her back, I said, hey, grandma, everything's okay? She said, uh, yeah, baby, everything's fine. I was like, yeah, but you called me. She said, baby, I didn't call you. I said, yeah, you did, so right here, grandma 318. She said, oh, baby, I must have booty called you. I was like, no, Grandma, you didn't booty call me, you butt down. You said, booty call, butt down, it's the same thing. Like, it's not the same thing. It's not, it's not close, actually. He said, boy, I've been booty calling before you was born. Like, oh, really? He said, yeah, I just booty called the pastor, the deacon, uh, your mom and your daddy before they even met. I said, that's a lot of booty calling. That's pretty creative booty calling, actually. Like I said, I'm from Cincinnati, and, um, I hate uh, going back home sometimes because people from back home always ask dumb questions about California like I live on Mars. You know, anybody who's not from California would kind of relate. You know, I have an uncle who's like the worst of the worst. You know, like, I mean, every time he asks me a question, I can always tell he, he'll let this grunt out before. This is randomly, he'll go like, um, uh, Jeremy, you're out in uh, California, right? I'm like, yeah, California, I ain't, some might say. Uh, I got a question. You know what time it is? Like, hammer time? Like, what are you asking? You scaring me. No, 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 um, what time is it out there in California? Like, oh, I see what you're asking. Um, I learned this in fifth grade. I don't know why you didn't. But, um, <laughs> basically, there's a three-hour difference between East Coast time and West Coast time. It's three solid hours, you know what I'm saying? So it's not gonna be like, like 2.42 p.m. in one city and midnight in another city. It's gonna be three solid hours. He said, oh, okay, okay, all right, I got it. So, um, so if you do something now, you gotta wait for it to happen three hours in California. I was like, no. It don't work like that, no. Oh, okay. So when you flying home to get younger, as the time go by, like, it's not a time machine. It's not back to the future. It doesn't make any sense. 
Oh, okay. So if I call you, the phone just gonna ring and ring for three hours like that. That doesn't make any. Who wait around for a three-hour phone? You got a voicemail. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, okay. I see what you said. Okay. Um. What do y'all eat in California? I'm like food. It's a place on Earth, United States. It's not Bangladesh. All right, guys, it's been great. My name is Jeremy Sipio. I really appreciate it. On Stand Up and Deliver. He is a good buddy of mine. He travels uh, more than 100 colleges a year, and he's got more than 5 million views on YouTube. Put your hands together for Steve Hofstetter. Uh, I, li I like this. I like a diverse crowd, and I don't always, I don't always get a diverse crowd. No, because I perform at a lot of colleges, and uh, I performed at Kenyon College in Gambier, Ohio. And that campus is whiter than a sail at Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> and I was teasing them, you know? I was having a good time with it. I was like, hey, you guys are so diverse here. You guys got white kids from Ohio and white kids from not Ohio. <laughs> I was like, I want to thank the minority population of your school for coming to the show. He's sitting there, you know? And I just <laughs> pointed to a tan kid in the front. The activities director confronts me about this after the show. Pulls me aside, says, you know, there are a lot of minorities on this campus. They just weren't at your show. <laughs> Miss, there are a thousand students here. Where were they? She said, they were busy. <laughs> Doing what? Taking pictures for the school brochure? <laughs> Come on, same black kids in 16 pictures. How to explain that, huh? <laughs> He's on the cover twice. What the hell? He's shaking his own damn hand. Something's wrong. I come from a diverse family. My sister's black. Uh, she's adopted, which is the part that you figured out when I told you she was black. I feel like it's a smart crowd. I don't think anyone's confused. Like, I need more information. Like, clearly, I tell people I have a black sister, they don't even know how to react. Most often, they will congratulate me. Like, I won her at a carnival at some point. Can anyone be that good at skee-ball? Is that even possible? Just. Oh, anything from the top shelf. Oh, what a great day. Um, I'm gonna take the black sister. Or, you know, maybe the giant SpongeBob. I haven't decided yet. You know what, I'll take the black sister. Think of the street cred. Like, I'm not doing that. But I love my sister. She taught me not to be racist as a little kid, which is a great lesson to learn when you're young. Because how am I gonna grow up to be racist with a black sister? How's that going to work out? Talk to some racist guy, be like, you know what, I can't stand black people either because they always read my diary. <laughs> That's right, national television audience, I keep a diary. But before you judge me, let me just point out, if you were a white Jewish kid with a black sister, you'd start writing things down too. <laughs> That's right, I, uh, I am Jewish, uh, despite this. This is not a typical Jewish look I'm aware. I tell people I'm Jewish, they don't believe me, which is weird, because who'd make it up? Madonna, but no, I tell people, I'm Jewish. They're like, no, man, you must be Irish. I'm like, no, I'm Jewish. They're like, no, but you got red hair. You're Irish. I'm like, no, I'm Jewish. They're like, oh, but aren't you also Irish? <laughs> yeah, that's likely. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm the rare McJew. <laughs> They're always after me, lucky star. <laughs> but Irish people get better stereotypes than other people. Irish people can hold liquor. It's a positive stereotype. Yeah, they're not the only ones though. French people can hold liquor. 
French people can hold liquor. They can't hold territory during wartime, but they can hold liquor. <laughs> if anybody's offended by the racism in that joke, let me just point out the difference between being racist and being historically accurate, because <laughs> historical's hysterical. I'm just trying to show you that racism is a silly idea. It's generalizations based on a whole group of people. A whole group of people based on two or three people. Am I offending any racists in the crowd? It'd be really awkward in this crowd. It'd be like, you know, I'm a racist and I don't appreciate I'm gonna die. Because you can't admit to being racist. You can't walk around LA with a t-shirt, I heart racism. Like, you can't do that. Arizona, yeah, but not here. No, those shirts wouldn't sell anywhere because I tried, but... The reason I mention uh, Arizona, of course, is SB 1070. That's that anti-immigration law that a lot of other states have copied since. I believe the text of the law, the exact translation is, uh, brown people, look out! I think that's what the law says. <laughs> the law gives a permission to arrest anyone they suspect of being an illegal immigrant, even if that person's a US citizen without a warrant. To me, that's crazy. So I wanted to show them how hypocritical they were being. I wanted to show them what it would feel like. I went down to Arizona. I went down to the governor's office and I stopped all the white people coming out and I demanded to see a birth certificate. And they said, this is ridiculous. I said, I'm tired of all these Canadians coming down here and taking our jobs. There's hockey players and members of kids in the hall. I don't know what Canadians do, but... Being a redhead has its drawbacks though, man. We get called things like ginger. I hate that one. I hate the word ginger. Don't you call me ginger. You can call me Ginger. That's all right, that's not a big deal. <laughs> the ER is the offensive part of any word. That joke requires knowledge of hip-hop culture. Uh, the word Ginger comes from England, and in England, it's used constantly. In fact, there was a major Christmas card. One of the biggest stores in England had a Christmas card that says, Santa loves all children, even Ginger ones. Why is that okay? What if that were any other group of people? Santa loves all children, even Mexicans. What if it said that, huh? That'd be ridiculous. Of course Santa loves Mexican children. They make the toys. Why would he not love them? Why would he not love them? Yes, get offended by that joke instead of voting on immigration reform. It's a good strategy to change things, all right. You don't make fun of someone for something that they're born with. You wanna tease me? Tease me for my choices. Make fun of me for having red hair. I can make fun of you for being blonde or fat or Chinese or blonde, fat, and Chinese. And that's the exception. That's hilarious. Uh, you ever see a fat, blonde, Chinese guy? I mean, just make a wish, because that's, that's your chance. But the worst part as a redhead is to know it's never gonna get better. We are the last group that will get our day. No one's fighting for us. How's it gonna work? I'm gonna get together with some other redheads be like, you know what, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being told I'm different. I'm tired of being told that I don't fit in, that I was born wrong. We should show people, they might be kidding, but this hurts, this hurts. We need to protest, that's what we should do. We should protest, we should march. That's what we gotta do, we gotta march. We gotta go outside and we gotta... Damn it, it's sunny. <laughs> we gotta wait till nightfall. That's all I had to say. Thank y'all for listening. Have a good night. 
I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers.